Hey everyone, this is Kissy from Coffee with Kissy. I have my coffee on deck, so let's jump straight into this podcast. talk to you guys about my testimony. Um, I just felt like it, I just felt like it would be really encouraging, you know, to my listeners, to you guys out there, just to know a bit about like my backstory and how I got to where I am today in my relationship with God. And, you know, I just pray that it's a blessing to someone. It's an encouragement to someone. And I, um, I feel like my intent in sharing this is to just just to show Jesus off, to be honest, (laughs) and to just talk about his goodness, because he's really brought me from a very, very long way. So um, I'll just jump straight into it. Um, I grew up in a Christian household. I think that's pretty much, I think it's like the majority of our stories. You know, many of us believers, like we grew up in Christian households. I know that's not the case for, you know, all of us, but I think a lot of us have that same experience, you know, growing up in a household where, you know, Christian morals and Christian values, you know, were held in high esteem. You know, I grew up in a house where we would wake up six o'clock every morning to pray as a family. And I did not like that because I am not a morning person. So I can remember, well, that actually started to take place when we were, when I was in high school. But I remember growing up as a child, we we would still pray together as a family. We wouldn't, I remember, I recall us, you know, praying before we go to bed as a family. Um, but the morning prayer started when I was in high school. So I remember, you know, just being so annoyed when my mommy would wake me up like six o'clock in the morning to pray. You know, I just never really understood. And the thing is, like, I grew up, you know, knowing about Jesus. You know, that's one thing that I was always grateful for, you know, to my parents, especially my mom. You know, she she just showed us Jesus. You know, Christianity was never about just going to church. It was never just about, you know, following the motions and just trying to live according to this moral code. You know, it was always about having a relationship with Jesus and loving him and worshiping him. So I have like so many memories, you know, of me and my sister, you know, growing up, just singing worship songs and just dancing in the living room with my with my mom to like old Hillsong Christian, you know, worship music and I just, we just grew up in that. But even though I grew up in that, you know, from a child as a teenager, you know, I always felt that I didn't need to develop my own relationship with God, like my own personal relationship with him. Because I always, I always felt like I was somehow safe because my mommy was saved, if that makes any sense. And I think, you know, talking to a lot of believers, you know, today who grew up in Christian households, you know, a lot of them had that same sort of experience, you know, feeling as though because their family, their parents were saved and they were somehow, you know, in good graces with God. <laughs> but um, I had that mindset, you know, 
pretty much all my life up until I was about 16. And a lot changed right before I moved to another island to start college. And I remember up until that time, you know, up on up until the point of me actually moving, there was a period of a few months where I graduated high school. And I think it was maybe about two or three months where, you know, I was preparing and getting everything settled to actually move to this other island to start school. And I just remember like feeling very unsettled, like in my, I don't know, like I think unsettled is the best way I could describe it. But I just remember feeling very unsettled because I would be moving away from my family. And the thing is, I had an older sister who was living on the island that I would be moving to (laughs) and I was going to live with her. But I still felt kind of unsettled moving away from my my parents. You know, I was 16 I um, was very close with my family, with my parents. Um, I grew up in a very, you know, a pretty sheltered household. So it was very different for me. And I, I just remember feeling very unsettled about it. And, you know, looking back, I knew that it was God, you know, starting his work in me because I really had no other reason. I didn't have any reason to feel unsettled, to be honest. You know, I had a sister who I was going to live with. You know, she was actually going to college already. So she would help me to get settled in and everything And me and my sister were really close. So it was, you know, I just, there wasn't necessarily a need for me to feel, you know, so unsettled about it. But thinking back, I know that it was God. Because during that time, I would always find myself reflecting. This is me as a 16-year-old. Like, I would always find myself reflecting and being like, you know, God, like, um, I'm moving away from my family. And I don't know how I'm going to deal with this. And in the moment, like, I just... You know, during that time, I just remember just contemplating and reflecting a lot, you know, until I got to this mindset where I wanted to know God for myself. And at the time, I kind of rationalized and I was like, I I need to develop my own relationship with God because I feel like when I move, you know, when I make that move, I'm sort of taking a parent with me, if that makes any sense. So because I grew up, you know, in a household where we always heard about Jesus, we always heard about God, you know, he just became like a family member to me, you know, and he became like an extra parent to me. (laughs) It may sound weird, but this is like the, this was, you know, the sort of thoughts that I had at the time. And, you know, thinking back, even in my like innocent state of mind, like it made sense, you know, back then, because I was like, well, if I'm moving to another island, I can, you know, my parents can come with me, you know, they have jobs, but I can take God with me everywhere. So I remember like just saying, you know what, God, I want to know you for myself. I want to develop my own relationship with you. And at that point, I think I made that decision, um, maybe a few weeks before I started college, but I was really, I was really focused and I was really sincere about my decision, you know, to, to truly know Jesus for myself. And I remember I just, I just made the commitment and I started to read my Bible when I actually got to, to the next island, you know, to start school, to start college, you know, my sister and I, we started to go to, you know, get settled in a church, you know, because she was a Christian as well, you know, and I just started my journey with the Lord. And I remember, um, things began to change, you know, things were really good (laughs) a couple of weeks after, you know, I made that decision, but I can vividly remember this is when like everything started to change for me. Um, I was sitting in church. We were having, I think it was a Bible study 
my sister and I attended. And at that point, like I was obsessed with church. Like I always wanted to be in church because I was just really hungry for God. I was really hungry for the word. I was just really hungry to know more about Jesus. And I remember sitting in church, um, listening to the, the pastor, you know, give a word and I was writing notes and out of nowhere, like this thought just came to my mind that I was going to die and that my mother was going to die. And I kid you not, I remember just hearing it in my, I just heard it in my mind, like as clear as day. And, you know, in the moment I kind of brushed it off. Cause I was like, you know, like I, you know, I just knew it wasn't of God. I knew it was the enemy, you know, trying to trying to play tricks on my mind. So I kind of brushed it off. But I remember like, as I continued to sit down in church, like the, the thoughts kept coming back to my head, like over and over and over to the point where I felt like it was bombarding me. And I felt like I, I felt like in that moment right there, like I just lost complete control of my mind. Like I didn't know how to process, you know, I didn't know how to fight those sorts of thoughts, you know, because I was a babe in Christ. I didn't know much much of anything really I was really you know just seeking and just going based off what I you know learned and saw growing up you know in my house but I remember just sitting in church and just trying my best to battle those thoughts and failing miserably but I didn't you know at the time I didn't allow my sister to know what I was going through you know because I didn't even really know I was still trying to figure out like what was really going on in my mind and I remember like the days after that like I constantly battled that thought I constantly, you know, would find myself, you know, waking up feeling as though I would die, waking up feeling as though, you know, my mommy would die. Like, and I remember like it got so bad to the point where when my parents would call, you know, to talk to us to see how we were doing, I would have, I would already like prepare in my mind to hear like the bad news, you know, like that my mommy, you know, passed away. And I remember like it, when I, whenever I share my testimony with people, like I always try to get them to understand like how bad it was, you know, my, my mind battles because, but I could never actually do that because I feel like you would only know how bad it was, you know, until you experience it yourself, but it was really bad. And I just struggled and struggled with those thoughts for, for months. I mean, months on end. Like I, I would sit down in my bed and I would listen to those thoughts over and over and over that I would die and, you know, over time, those thoughts of me dying and, and and my mommy passing away, like those thoughts kind of evolve into, to me, you know, into, you know, just things in my mind telling me that I wasn't worth, you know, anything that I wasn't worth, you know, living that I should kill myself. Like it, I just, I just kind of like spiraled in this dark, dark, dark place. And I, I can always remember during this time, like I would constantly try to break through those thoughts and be like, God, why is this happening to me? Like I would literally be crying out to God in prayer and I'd be like, God, why is this happening to me? Like, why is my mind, you know, like, why are you allowing, you know, the enemy? Because at that point I knew that it was, I knew that it was the enemy, you know, trying to attack my mind while attacking my mind. I, (laughs) I would always find myself like just crying out to God and be like, God, please help me help me, help me. If you don't help me, like I can deal with this. And there's so much more in that, but it was, a I was just spiraling out of control into a very dark place. And because my mind, you know, was so messed up because I had so many thoughts telling me to kill myself because I had so many thoughts telling me that I didn't deserve to live, that God didn't love me, that he didn't care that I was suffering so much. You know, I lost a lot of weight and I'm already, you know, fairly slim. So 
you know, I was, <laughs> I just lost a lot of weight and I was very small. And I just remember, you know, during those months, I, you know, I just, I felt like I was a shadow of myself. I would wake up, you know, I would prepare for school. And, you know, when I was at school, I was fine. You know, those thoughts, like they were like pushed to the back of my mind because I had other things to do. But whenever I was alone and I was back at home, they would resurface and they would like, they were torturing me. Like, I think that's the best way to, to, to phrase it. They were really torturing me to the point where I couldn't sleep. The only way that I slept is if I slept next to my sister. And every time that I did, I had to have my Bible under, under my pillow just for some sort of relief. You know, it, it got so bad. I think everything just came to a head. When I came back to my home island for, it was Easter, it was the Easter break. And it was just really, really bad <laughs> at that point. You know, it was, I couldn't hide, you know, my depression because I was extremely depressed at this point. You know, I felt like God just abandoned me and that he just left me to suffer alone. <laughs> Excuse me. And, and I just remember it was just really hard for me to find joy. Like joy was the thing of the past around this time. And I would always keep, you know, asking God, like, God, why is this happening to me? At this point, I was 17 because I turned 17 you know, September of, of that year. And I just always remember like, God, I would, I would literally be pouring out my heart to God and, and just be telling God like, God, I'm too young to be going through this. Like, why, why are you allowing this to happen to me? And, you know, even talking about it, it gets me emotional because I could remember how bad it was, you know, at that time. But I remember everything kind of came to head when I traveled back to my home island for the Easter holiday and it was really bad. I remember vividly sitting on my parents' bed upstairs in their room. And I, um, my mind was just all over the place. My mind was gone at that point. Like, I kid you not, I had no control over my mind. I feel like the enemy just came. <laughs> and he, you know, set up shop in my mind. And he was just, you know, doing what he wanted to do. And I remember it was so bad that I, I just sat on the bed. And I started to pull at my hair. And I, like, I literally wanted to pull, like, my hair follicles out because I needed to feel some sort of pain. I needed to feel something other than, you know, I needed something to distract me from what was going on in my mind. And I remember sitting on my bed and I got up and I literally looked out at my parents' window, you know, in upstairs and our house is a split level. So the um, upstairs is fairly high. And I remember just looking out and looking down at the... Um, at the floor. And I literally remember contemplating suicide. That was the first time in my life I ever contemplating taking my own life. And I did. I I remember just standing there and, you know, just thinking to myself, like, Lord, I just can't deal with this anymore. You know, I'm, I'm tired of waking up every day and feeling as though my mind is in my own. You know, I'm tired of waking up every day and, and being tortured by thoughts telling me to kill myself and you know, I just didn't, I did, I couldn't understand it. You know, I was 17, you know, I was pretty much a child at that point, And I just couldn't understand why God was allowing me to go through this, especially when, you know, I finally made that decision to truly surrender my life to him and to truly serve him. And I remember standing in front of that window, you know, contemplating jumping out when I heard, I heard as clear as day, Krishna, don't do it. This is only a part of your story and this will be a part of your testimony. And I kid you not, in that moment, <laughs> I just started to bawl. Like I, I fell on my knees and I was just 
I just started to cry out to God and I, I could, I could just remember like just crying out and like crying to the point of like sobbing. I mean, sobbing, like my body just shaking. Cause I, in that moment, like I just knew that God saw me and I knew that God was with me, you know, up until that point, like I, you know, my mind, but my mind battles were just so bad that I just kind of, I just chose not even to think, you know, that God heard my prayers anymore. I felt like God didn't care. I felt like he just left me, you know, alone to suffer, you know, and pretty much die <laughs> in my misery. But in that moment when I heard him speak to me, like I just felt a wave of peace and I felt a wave of relief. And I just knew like in that moment that God was real and that God was for me and that God would help me. And, you know, since that day, since having that encounter, you know, the mind battles still, you know, they still came. But the more that I spend time with God, the more that I spend time in his word, you know, he he gave me tools to kind of con combat them. So I could remember um, a few weeks after I had that that encounter with God, I would um, he would always lead me to wake up like around three o'clock in the morning. And I, I wrote down like, I mean, tons and tons and tons of scripture, you know, regarding the mind and reminding me like who I am in Christ and reminding me, you know, that I have the mind of Christ. I wrote down so many scriptures. I wrote down scriptures that I would keep in my pocket. I wrote down scriptures that I would keep in my wallet like they were everywhere because I needed that reminder. I needed God's word, you know, to renew my mind. And every day, I mean, every morning religiously, I would wake up 3 a.m. And I am not a morning person, like I said before, but I did it because I was desperate and I was desperate for relief and I was desperate to reclaim my mind from the enemy. And I remember like I would wake up three o'clock in the morning and I would declare my scriptures and I would, I mean, I would declare them. <laughs> and at first, like I, you know, at first when I started to do it, like I didn't believe what I was saying, but the more time that I spent doing it over and over and over, like every day religiously, you know, it just became alive in me. And I, one morning, like I woke up and everything, I mean, the, 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 sorry, <laughs> the mind battles and everything, like they were just gone. And I couldn't like up on, like at that point when I realized they were gone, I didn't even think about them anymore. Like up until that point, I wasn't thinking about them anymore because my mind was so, um, crowded with God's word. And, you know, <laughs> that happened maybe 10 years ago, you know, when I was finally free from my mind battles and, you know, God delivered me from them. And since then, up until now, like I've never been the same. And I always find, you know, whenever I talk to people like my age and whenever I talk to people, you know, even older than me and younger than me, and they ask me like, why, you know, they ask me about my walk with the Lord and they ask me like, Krishna, you know, why, you know, why do you serve God? You know, why do you love Jesus? A lot of people, you know, your age, even when I was a teenager, you know, like being 17, 18, 19, in my early 20s, like people would always ask me, like, why do you, you know, why do you live your life the way that you live your life? And I tell people because Jesus saved me, you know, and whenever I tell people that I always break down in tears because I can vividly remember like not being able to sleep through the night. I can vividly remember like not being able to go, you know, 20 minutes without having, you know, a thought, you know, in my mind telling me to kill myself. I can remember waking up and just wanting to die, you know, not, I can remember like being in such a dark place that I didn't, you know, I just didn't, I didn't want to live. 
And I always tell people, you know, Jesus delivered me. He saved me, you know, and, and he's taught me so much over the years. You know, he's helped me to to love myself. He's helped me to love other people. You know, he he reminds me of who I am. Like there's so many, so many stories that I, I have, you know, that, you know, of God's faithfulness and, and his goodness and his kindness to me. And I tell people like I can, you know, <laughs> I can't get that anywhere else. You know, like this world and everything else is going to pass away. But, you know, I'm, I'll always have Jesus and everything that we do for him is going to last. So I just truly pray that my story, you know, encourages someone, you know, if you're dealing with your own mind battles, if you're struggling, you know, in any area, if you've just given your life to Jesus and, and you found, you know, you know, yourself just dealing with warfare and just dealing with a lot, you know, know that God sees you and he loves you. And one thing that I realized you know, in my own journey of coming to, you know, making that decision to, to, you know, pursue Christ and then having to go through that dark period, you know, what God helped me to realize is that he was teaching me, you know, he was teaching me to be strong and he was really building my foundation because I, I realized that if I didn't go through that, I would not have the strong foundation that I have now. If I didn't experience that, if I, if God, you know, didn't allow that into my life, you know, I would have never, you know, grown to appreciate his word as I do now. I would have never grown to appreciate worship because during that time I worshiped a lot too. And I spent so much time in his word and, you know, 10 years later, I'm still doing those things because I realized that, that, you know, my foundation is God's word. My foundation is just worshiping Jesus, you know? So if you're going through a hard time right now, if you've just given your life to Jesus, if you found, you know, if you find that it may not, if you're in a place where you'd be like, God, this isn't, this isn't what I signed up for. (laughs) You know, when I said that I wanted to serve you, just know that God sees and he knows, and he has a plan in the midst of it. You know, 10 years ago, I would have never thought that I would be where I am now. I would have never thought that I would be as strong as I am now, you know, in my walk with God. There's so many things that he's, you know, helped me to overcome over the years, you know, anxiety, depression, discouragement, you know, fear, so many things that he's helped me to overcome. And it's only because he allowed me to, to go through that difficult period when I first met him. So uh, there's so much more that I can share, but I don't want this podcast to be too long. But I just want to encourage you, you know, just to remind you that God is good, you know, and God is faithful and God loves you. And, you know, he's been so good to me, even when I don't deserve it. You know, he's so good to us and he just wants to be good to us. You know, he he genuinely wants to be good to us. So I pray that this is a blessing to you all. Um, I pray that you're reminded of God's goodness. You know, I pray that you're reminded that nothing is too hard for him. I would have never guessed, you know, 10 years ago that I can, you know, wake up every day, you know, and think positive thoughts. I would have never, I would have never believed that I can sleep throughout the night. You know, like I would have never thought those things were possible, but with God, all things are possible. So I truly pray that this is a blessing to you. And as I always end, I want to end with a prayer. So Heavenly Father, Lord, as we come before you today, Jesus, I just come just thanking you for who you are. I thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your kindness. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for what you've done in my life, Lord. You've brought me from such a long way, Father. You've walked with me for 10 years, Lord, and I know that you will walk with me, Lord, in the years to come. And I just come saying thank you, Jesus. And I pray, Lord, for my listeners now, Father, you, you know each and every one of them. Father, you see what you see where they are in their lives. Father, you see where they are in their walks with you. Father, and I pray, Lord, that they may just 
come to know you, God. I pray that they may not just know about you, Father. They may not just hear about you, Father, but they may know you personally, Father. I pray, God, that you may just do a work on the inside of them, Father. Do a work, God, on the inside of us, Father. Help us to be clean before you, Father. Help us, God, to to just pursue you, Father, to live our lives in a manner, God, that is worthy of you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for your love. We thank you for helping us, Lord, to live our lives in a manner worthy of you. And we pray, Lord, that you lead us and direct us, Lord, in the way in which you want us to go. In your name I pray. Amen.